0: Do you want a little help?
1: Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it. All right, boys baby girls what's going on it's your boy skip.88 here from blurred over here to bring you again another awesome interview and we got a very special talented brother below the screen right here we're gonna let him introduce himself the way he want to be introduced and we're gonna take it away good service all on you let the good people know who you are awesome hey kings
2: and queens i'm you hughes i'm the ceo of great Gale llc and the manga four Afrofuturism manga bold saga a story hey, empowering our young kings and queens with the majesty of african culture
1: hey there it is that's it that's the end of the interview right there. that's all we need so i mean <laughs> we need to go any further with that that was a quick interview so was it fun did you have fun was it great <laughs> yes it <was. laughs> man bro thank you for coming on appreciate it and thank you for doing what you're doing in this community we need more people like you so keep doing what you're doing um thank you So, my first question I'm going to ask you, which everybody likes me to ask this, so I don't want to fail them. So, sir, what makes you a Blurred? What makes me a
2: Blurred is all of my life just loving everything nerd and geek culture and learning. All of those combined. Star Wars, manga, reading, everything, man. I feel all of that culminates and video games. Can't forget that. All of that culminates into what makes me a blurred and why I love being one.
1: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And to follow up with the next question, how do you feel and what do you think about the word in turn, blurred?
2: I feel it's an amazing term because, once again, I feel that's like what Dr. Eric Thomas says. Once you allow black people into space, they just kill it. I mean, black and nerd to make blurred. I mean, that's just great branding, great marketing, unforgettable name, and it's short.
1: I love it. Yeah, that is. It is short because it's not like these anime with these long names that I can't pronounce right now, so we're not going to even do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, uh, that's awesome. That's like to hear people's takes on that because, you know, some people – feel as though that the word doesn't fit them because they want to be labeled or stereotyped as, you know, as a certain label if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Which I can understand that because, you know, it's 2021. Don't nobody want to have labels on on them. But in something like this, you need something to identify yourself and to find more people who are like who are like me and you, who have the same skin color. Exactly. Oh man, this is awesome. So, we off to a great start. And so you know, and we're going to do this this way. So, you know, every superhero movie, every villain superhero anime has an origin story, correct? Yes. So, Mark, so I want to ask you this. Tell us about the origin story of you and your brand.
2: Wow. Okay. So the way how Great Gale started, I feel it goes all the way back to my youth when I was around 10, 11. See, i went to the caribbean and i thought it was going to be a vacation but actually my parents forgot to tell me i moved to the caribbean so from that point onwards my entire life flipped upside down i stepped in my grandparents house there was an earthquake that shifted the entire satellite off its axis so all like 980 channels that were accessible lost them only channels were available was pbs maybe fox 5 once in a while so like i love tv I loved entertainment, okay. and I felt like when I moved to the Caribbean, I felt like Samurai Jack, like, a cool, like, throwing him back in the past. <laughs> because I live at my grandparents' house in the Caribbean, so I feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere, but used to bags to an extent, but, like, it's the Caribbean, so it's hot, <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> and, like, the only thing I can find to entertain myself with is books, because there's no TV shows to watch, there's nothing else to do, all the games are from the 70s, so I just had to read And that's where my, I believe, my love of reading came from. And then I used to read encyclopedias for fun. I used to read dictionaries for fun. That's why I love words and the power of words. And then from that point onwards, the only thing I remember having access to also was, like, four kids TV. So that's how my love of anime came into. So, like, I watched One Piece, and then it's, like... He lives in the, I consider the Caribbean. It's hot. It's islands. You know what I mean? Right. He got a straw hat. My grandmother got a straw hat. He got them sandals. I got them sandals. (laughs) He got the shorts. I feel like we, we understand each other very well. I feel it. But then when I went to school, it's like, I don't know if anyone's ever been to Caribbean school, but it's like school in America times 100. I don't know why, but they just have no chill, and they expect you to go very hard. So my first year in the Caribbean, in the sixth grade, was cumulative so i had to learn five years worth of knowledge in like 10 months and i was able to do that and surpass so i feel like that's how the brand began this whole mentality of using what you have whatever you have available to you like the power broke that damon john mentions mentions and using all of that to your advantage using your disadvantages flipping them to master them and make them your advantages this happened again when i was in college and I was doing graphic design I was failing it and then it was so bad my professor gave me a chance to do a, a logo design we lost power downstairs <laughs> I had to do the design and wait for the power to come back on we had less time and then I failed again but then I become computer graphics club president okay. all of these things come into the mentality of I was able to get to where I am and the brand great Gill really stands for the power of the second wind which is why it's called great Gill that ability when you're tired, when there's nothing else for you to do, when you're exhausted, finding that energy within, finding that ethos and tapping into it. And that's how you continually press on to move forward. That's what I put into these hats, like Emancipation with the Fon Hodi on it, hey. this shirt, which literally says like world changers on it. Okay. This Afrofuturism manga, it all flows in the same vein of Second Wind. When you're exhausted, when you feel you can't go any further, Finding the energy to win in the midst of adversity, especially if you're black, you know that life hits you harder. Being black is living life on hardest of hard. But this is a game of life and you have to find a way to win.
1: So do we need to keep going further with this interview? Because I said this, this has been enough right now so far. I don't know. I, I think this should be in, But no, man. And that's powerful, man. That's powerful. So thank you for that for the origin story. And. I'm gonna have to get with you after this and see how can I get a hoodie like that because I like that. That's the, that's the drip. I like that. Thank you. I like that. Have to rep the culture, man. And 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 did you make it or did oh was already yes. Oh really? Oh I didn't
2: explain this to you. I'm sorry. The whole also behind of Great Gail is owning the lake mentality because a lot of people have this thing of, you know, if you teach
1: them. Uh Oh, how long, everybody? me we gonna we gonna work through it hold on, hold on, oh boy, isn't it good to be back on i g isn't it this great oh man, what's going on right now people if you're not if you're not seeing what's going on right now, i tell you about play by play, With instagram being Instagram again, and ah oh, man it it was going so well. It was going so well. Hold on, let's 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 bring them back in. Instagram, being Instagram, y'all. What 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 what, what can you say? What can you say? The beauty peace. Awesome. There we go. Now we back.
2: Yes, yes. See, this is a perfect example of what life does: sends you challenges and tests in the middle of your moment, in the middle of what you're going through. Exactly. What you do. You find a way to win. Um, What I was about to say is, own the lake mentality. That's before IG stopped me. Exactly. (laughs) Own the lake is basically, you can teach a person to fish and that helps for a bit. But if you find a way to own the lake, and own the resources completely, that's how you're able to help your community, your, your family, all of that. I made this hoodie because I'm a graphic designer. I've been doing it for about 10 years. Oh, wow. And that's why I was able to make this hat. I was able to make this book. So most of the things that you actually see, I've actually made them, like even notebooks with like world changes on it, you know, walking into your purpose, even drawing books, like I'm a purpose chaser. Okay. The entire brand is all about empowering our people, but knowing how to create what it is you're sharing with them.
1: Hey, you know what's awesome? I'm glad you're on because it's a young, it's a brother, a young brother here. He's in high school. He's a senior in high school and he's looking for people, somebody like you to help him because he want to, he want to tone and hone his craft. So if he's on here... I really hope he can reach out to you. Uh, if he's not, I've seen you his information. And y'all can talk and chop it up because he's actually really, he's very talented and I got to post some of his stuff on here because he actually made action figures out of, out of paper. It's really amazing. Wow. And it actually moves like an action figure, like like bro you gotta break all this down like how do you move it? he showed me how to move it and i said we're gonna try my best you know to reach out there and to help you find somebody to to tone and home your craft because we need more african-americans creators to put more representation in the manga anime hero world and like what you doing it, it, it's it's the it's the first oh there he go he's right here too he said i'm on here that's him awesome. right there. yeah so, my brother, yeah, make sure you, you get in contact with this brother right here. So, you see, you hear what he's doing, right? So, please get in contact with him. I told you I'm going to look out for you. This is what we're about. It's about UNITY, Unity. So, this is what it's all exactly. about. So, man, um, so, I bet, like, so tell me, how did you come about, you know, you saying basically you're you from Caribbeans, correct? Yes. So, you know, growing up on the Caribbean alley, you know, you didn't see the really, you didn't see the superheroes like Batman, Superman, um, Goku. So what were the superheroes from, you know, from the Caribbean? Did y'all that we were, that, you know, that we see over here that you saw over there?
2: Well, the way I really remember it is when I was younger in the Caribbean and Antigua, it was really just watching four kids. I mean, other people that access the Cartoon Network and things like that so when Mm -hmm. I visit my family and things like that I'd see like the Naruto's you know all of that but the reality even though I lived in the Caribbean most of my life has been in New York so I can look at from both spectrums of it okay when I was here and I was younger it was like Justice League um Spider-Man X-Men all of those things growing up and then when I was in the Caribbean that's when I think manga was really 2003 onwards that's when manga and anime started to, like, really kick into drive with the, you see more Dragon Ball Zs, One Pieces, Naruto's, Bleach, all of that.
1: Okay, okay, awesome. So, now, you showed them multiple times. So, I want to know, how did you get into making your own comics? Like, what, what gave you that passion? What gave yeah. you that drive? So what gave me the drive to make my own manga is
2: that it started off as a different idea. In 2014, I was more interested in making video games because that's been my passion. Okay. You know, Super Mario, all of that. But as I got deeper, because I had the graphic design skills and I knew how to use Unity, every year I would spend working on a goal and a dream, and I made a promise that I would change my computer's um, screensaver once I finished the project. But I didn't tell anyone what the project was. So I would continuously work on it year after year, kept failing, didn't understand the programming, you know, bought kits, tried to do the coding myself, C sharp and all that stuff, the art. I got to a point where it was going good, but then in twenty eighteen I realized in order to fully make a video game, you need to have trademarks and you need to have terms of um, privacy, and a whole bunch of other legal ram, re- legal aspects to it. Mm-hmm. And without those, people can steal your idea like what they did for threes. So I was like, well, that's not going to work. So I had to go back and I was like, what do I do that's easy? It's the impact effort matrix. I know that um, Chris Doe talked about this one time. It's how rich people think. Find what you can do that makes the most amount of impact with the least amount of effort. So mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. That's manga. It's simple. I had to do what was natural to me. But I got into manga, creating it after um, loving manga. reading. I prefer reading manga to watching anime. Just holding it in your hands and just reading it, reading the subtext, reading, like, seeing the art. All of that. And I love One Piece. I love the art. And then as I got older, I got more into Bleach. But then seeing how deep the story of One
1: Piece was, it inspired me. And, yes. I got a question. I got a question. Yes. So you say you went to One Piece. Yeah. Have you finished One Piece yet, or are you still on it? I just got to know.
2: 1031 is the chapter we're at right now.
1: Continue. Yes, that's a lot.
2: (laughs) See, I love what (laughs) One Piece did, and it's like, I, I love looking up the people that are legends, but what I learned from One Piece and what I learned from my analysis of manga as I got older is like the same thing I learned with my video game. The character originally was going to be a biracial character because I wanted to have some representation, but I was thinking of what Masashi Kishimoto said. Hmm, if I make a character who appeals to a Western audience, I can make more money, more growth. But then I got older and I said, but then what's that saying about me? Am I less valuable? Do I not matter? Mm-hmm. So then I had to rechange the character and change it. I was like, this is not going to work. So I was sitting down one day, waiting for my dad, because I was helping him with a project, and I was like, I gotta make this manga. This was like 2018, the end of the year, because I told you I ran on a year cycle. I was okay. trying to finish a goal. So I was like, I gotta make an idea. And I was like, it's gotta be a character that's cool, man. He's gotta be able to do some great stuff. And the first thing that popped in my mind is like, Spider Man. And I'm like, that's already been done. What? But I'm like, <laughs> but there's gotta be something else. And then the mentality of, reading things came back to me the mentality of etymology which is one of my favorite things to study okay. the meaning of the meaning of the word like the quantum mechanics behind the word so i'm like hmm. i should change it to something different have something web, but then i'm like that's been done and i was like let me do african culture then i was like anansi came to mind hey. but i was like i don't want to do another anansi character who's just a spider god character thing so i was like let's make anansi a title And then that's how Bold Saga started to build. Because Anansi in the Bold Saga universe is a title that people aspire to. And then the story builds upon it. Because it's a galactic story starting from Earth to the stars. So then we're talking about Anansi, African mythology. But the first character you see in the book is Shaka Zulu, African history. So I was like, we got to have African culture in it. Yeah! Bold Saga from a lot of other manga that are coming out. We don't want to just have like the killer bees and the Usops and the sister crones where it's what I call whack excellence. Okay. Where it's like an injection of black excellence, but it's quoted. It doesn't have any depth to it. It doesn't have any cultural, actual context to it. No real depth. So that's why I wanted to make this story bold saga. I made the character Masego Umnatha. I made the actual martial arts in this story. M'sangwe and Guni stick fighting Capoeira. And maybe actual languages they speak African. So Osa, Koi, Zulu, um, AAVE, African-American vernacular English, as well awesome. as Caribbean dialect. That's why they're like, wah, wah, nah, you. things like that, you know. Like, that's actually happening. They even dap in the story because we have to celebrate our culture. If One Piece want to have homies, and if Naruto want to be dapping, we have to celebrate our own. So I took all of those things, and there's a power system on top of all of that. Which I will get into in chapter three, four, and beyond. I haven't gone too deep, but the power system is called a mandala.
1: <laughs> you deserve that. You you really deserve that. That's that's awesome. And you like hearing you talk about from like from from beginning to the end it's like every part of our heritage of our culture is throughout this whole manga comic and th- that is awesome that man y'all, y'all get this man his flowers right now that is awesome <laughs> like the, the native language and everything is getting put in it and that's and that's what we need more of that, that is awesome man that is really awesome and so so far how many how many um, issues have you made so far
2: So far, we are up to chapter one and chapter two because the entire story I'm doing myself. So I'm writing it, self-publishing it, marketing it, and I'm illustrating it as well. So I'm doing the entire thing cover to cover. So...
1: You got a whole load, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good. Because, remember, I talked about the whole own the lake mentality. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I fully understand it because these shonen Jump and these other people, want to have people working day to night until they end up with Karoshi, like death from overwork, and that's not helpful for people. Right. So I work at my own schedule making this manga, but I still have a business because I'm a graphic designer. So we're at two chapters right now. We got crowdfunded for three and four, and that happened. We started our um, campaign on Juneteenth, so we got that done. And then we also got funding for the next chapters as well for five and six. Okay. But what's going to be happening is we're going to be changing up the process after three and four. But one and two are out now. Three and four are coming next. We're planning for February and then five, six and beyond.
1: Okay, awesome. Man, this is, ooh, man. I feel excited. I, I really do. <laughs> so, and here's my question. So, you know, making, because I know it's a process. I know it's hard sometimes. So when you have, let's say, writer's block of when you making the issues and everything, how do you overcome that? And you know, just to say, if somebody who want to start off making manga, what you doing, if they get to that point, what are your tips? What are your tips? And what are your advice to these people how to overcome that? And they keep going.
2: Okay. I will start off by saying, remember your why, because if you have a strong, why there's no how or what or anything that can stop you. And I'm taking this from personal experience right before releasing chapter one. Um, That was in March, basically February, March. That's when COVID began. Bold Saga released last year. And not only did I release it last year, right before releasing it in July, in May actually, my grandfather passed away, who I lived with in the Caribbean. So that was like a total system shock. And I'm a graphic designer. So I had to work on his funeral program. So every day I have to wake up looking at his photos Being so terrified and sad, but not being able to fully cry because it's like, I have to get this done and get back to this manga, because Mm. the culture needs this, the Mm. people need this. Mm -hmm. So knowing the why, why I'm doing this, who I'm doing this for, that's what helped me overcome. In addition to that, uh, and we also had to go back to the Caribbean as well, so chapter one is kind of finished in the Caribbean. But knowing a why can help you get through any type of what or any issue. The second thing is, I remember Scott Harris mentioned this, make something cool a lot of times people want to even just this week actually and i'll get to this story if you uh, allow me to after this
1: hey just this 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 show this show interview Go oh, ahead. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yes um basically make something cool i was talking to people earlier this week and they have a misconception of what bold saga is they look at it and they have this general like mentality that it's either you know These people have electric powers or they're Egyptian, and that's so far from the case because that's not the culture starting off in this series. So when you make something cool, you have an integrity to your story. You have a meaning to your story, which is why chapter one took me 20 months to do because I had to do the research myself on the that culture, Zulu culture, the actual languages being spoken so I know what I'm actually saying. Because when you make something cool, you have the power of the niche. You're in your own niche because you're in your own lane because you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's where you have that actual integrity. And if you read any manga, you will see the same thing. These mangaka do tons and tons of research before they make what they're doing. So when you make something cool, you know what you're doing. Instead of just making, he can punch through the sun or he can move the planets or you know he's unstoppable and invincible. No one really cares about that because that's not true to life. But when you can make a character is to go through challenges, tests, and trials. Mm. And when you read chapter one, you see what I'm talking about. Tests and trials, but overcomes. And I say all that to say, remember what your end goal is. Remember what you're actually doing. Because just this week, I was trying to educate people, letting them know that while you need Bold Saga, our kids deserve to see more authentic representation then whack excellence. And I brought the example up of a Killer B as well as Mr. Popo. And people went off. They literally mocked and laughed. They're like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm racist for making a manga that celebrates African culture. I'm laughing the entire time because people are saying, your marketing is terrible. You don't know what you're doing. Meanwhile, there's one post of <laughs> each 16,000 people. So I'm like, and not only that, people also agreed with me. The whole point was not just to get sales, it was to spark a conversation. Station, right. Exactly. But because so, it's like, well, what is black excellence?
1: So, so, my take, but yeah, we're going to touch on that too. I want to, because okay. I, and I understand why you said, you know, prime example, like you said, Mr. Popo, that's a, that man is 1201, 1230, jet black with red lips. Now, What come now now from history and from African American history? That back then, that would show. That's how YT's YT stands for white people. That's how they viewed us back then. Dark skin, big lips, big ass, always eating watermelon and chicken. So basically, I I get what you're saying. That was like whack because that's not really how we are. Like coming from you come like from the the Caribbean, the islands. Our heritage of what you is what you're explaining. We were kings and queens. And and my thing I want to ask you said they called you racist because you actually showing our heritage through manga. I like, I mean, so how?
2: I think what happens is cognitive dissonance because when someone cannot have an actual conversation or defend their point. They end up spewing rhetoric or things that they think they know about to be able to win an argument, but their ideology has no standing. Mm -hmm. I mean, how can I be racist when racist and racism is systematic? And since black people are not the majority of this nation, how then can we be systematically oppressing anyone Mm -hmm. when we're a minority? Mm -hmm. So then again, your whole ideology, again, sounds nice, but makes no sense. At all. So, at all so all of these things go back to explaining and telling people the truth will get people riled up cognitive dissonance they don't like hearing it but you have to wake people up because the next generation can't stand more characters and they're like it's just killer b it's just mr popo you're not talking about anything really so then why is it there's sister crone in promise neverland there's super alloy black shine black shine in um one Punch Man, and then there's continuations like Mars when they shoot roaches into outer space and they come up looking like Black people. Or the complete opposite, where you take the culture but take out the Black people. Hypnosis Mike, an entire anime about hip-hop without Black people. First episode, no Black people, but it's all supposed to be hip-hop? This is why you need to call out whack Excellence now before it gets to the point where they are taking your culture, not celebrating you at all and you see mm. nothing. You have to be able to call it out now, call up for authentic representation. If they won't do it, mm-hmm. then you do it yourself. Mm. And not be afraid to do disruptive marketing or disruptive innovation. In order to come in to a niche and change it, it's gotta be from you. And you're gonna change and shake up them some things, but it's gonna be worth it because the people will actually see stories that celebrate them, not denigrate them. Which is why the first um, panel that I had was why Afrofuturism matters, and I mentioned this is why I love Afrofuturism, because it's about celebrating Black excellence instead of highlighting Black pain.
1: Mm, that's powerful. That is powerful. That's, that's some good. Boy, we are finna get. I know I'm going to get counseled again, but this is powerful. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, this is awesome. So, you know, like the young man I said that, you know, just looking to fine-tune, to hone his craft. And, you know, I know there are many more African-American young blurs, brothers and sisters out there. And, of course, you know, they don't have the support system like they, they should have coming from their home from their mother and father because, you know, you have the mother and father's like, oh, you know, you need to go outside, you know, you need to play sports. You know, ain't nothing wrong being active outside, but if that's your passion, that's your drive, why is it that, you know, the parents don't have, you know, don't give their kids full support in what, you, what you're doing, but they trying to do the same thing what you're doing? I think
2: it's culturally how we've been taught. We've been taught from a mentality systematically from like generations upon generations of do what other people have done that has made them success instead of using the gift that God gave you mm-hmm. using it to actually, you know, find a place to be successful. And the reality is that what works for one person may not work for everyone. Some people will work better as assistants, entrepreneurs, some Speak people on. work better as entrepreneurs, but it's always gotta be about the gift. Even JT Hustles mentioned it. He was like a lot, of pe- a lot of kids, just like what you're saying, their parents push them to go into sports. But then he said that more millionaires have come from being entrepreneurs and being social influences on social media. Why is it that parents don't teach this more? Is because it's changing. It's a paradigm shift. And because it's a change in mentalities and ideologies, it takes a while for it to fully take place. Like my parents didn't really understand what I was doing when I was first making manga. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, what? <laughs> but now afterwards seeing it, they're like, this is what you were talking about? Mm, this is actually good, but it takes a while. So the best thing is to show, don't just say. That's why I didn't talk about Bold Saga until chapter one was out. No one needs to know because the seed doesn't need to be seen by the people because it's underground. They can throw dirt on your name, mock you, laugh you, or whatever. Mm-hmm. One plants, one waters, God gives the increase. It mm-hmm. happens in time, and they will
1: see the fruit of what you're doing, but it takes time. Yeah, it is. It ta- And that's, I'm glad you said it. It takes time. Everybody in this generation now wants everything so quick and so fast, you wouldn't know how to accept it once you achieve that, mm-hmm. achieve that goal. So, like I always say, you, you appreciate the minor accomplishments because once you, once you appreciate the minor accomplishments and you get to that major one, you are no, you are going to know how to appreciate it. And you can look back like, I'm, um, you know, I'm glad God gave me the patience and the wisdom of me to accept the minor accomplishment. Cause now I got my major accomplishments. I know how to remain humble. I know how to embrace it now. That is so true. And you know, I'm glad you said it because, you know, it, it, it You know, still kids out here like for this is for the kids, everything that we do, because, you know, kids are easily influenced of what they see by TV, by music, YouTube, whatever. And, you know, they always see the negative side of African-Americans. They never see the plus side. They wouldn't ne- like what me and you doing right now. I guarantee you ain't nobody going to see this. But the people who's doing this right now, they they wouldn't expect. For us to have like conversations like this, you know, you got blurs, black nerds, is having like they talk about anime, manga, and cosplay, but they also have a deep conversation that's related to their culture. Oh, and okay. and um, you know, they got <laughs> the Oliver, calm down. Oliver, calm down.
0: I guess he wanna <laughs> get <laughs> Oliver, no, That's my sister in law's dog. It's
2: just Tamara hold on.
1: Oh, my. <laughs> I guess I guess he wanna be a part. <laughs> He really does, man. He really does. But But it said like you know, that's not conceited. If they see, if they start seeing this, they can be like, oh, so this is what they doing. So this is how now it's going to be a new statistic. This would be a new trend of African Americans doing something that the world has never seen before. Like for example, we got a whole now. Is uh, what's the brother's name in, in Asia? They got a his own black star. Dutch yeah, yeah. Got we got him, and we got more great people that's doing great things in this community. And you know, being African American, how hard has it been for you taking off with your your manga? Had did you face any any hard times? Like, did you felt down sometimes? Like, how did you overcome? And what did you face?
2: Okay, well, first of all, as being an African American or being a manga that's African-American, Black from the diaspora. The first thing I faced when I put it out was people not understanding what it was because this mm-hmm. is an entirely different niche. We're not just doing manga, mm-hmm. Afrofuturism it's- manga, which puts us in a different lane. So the first thing was like not seeing the sales come in as quickly as I had anticipated, but that's okay because things take time. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing was, I try not to go off on them. Ignorant <laughs> people who tried to tell me that because you're <laughs> you're not japanese you can't make manga what you made was a comic book but then i laughed because it's like hmm. well let's look at it deeper if that was the case no one should be able to be a rapper or any type of r b or make any type of drums you can't have japanese trap music at the end of kengan Ashura then
0: mm. because
2: it would only be african people or people that were in new york So that type of idiocy needs to be changed and challenged. Even when you look at how manga got started, the godfather manga, Osamu Tezuka, took inspiration from Astro Boy, from Bambi, which was in America. And even if you look at the big eyes in Bambi, that could have been inspired by the senseos. I remember that another creator talked about this in Ethiopia or Africa. So it's like cultures, you know, get inspired from other cultures, cultural diffusion. So ignorant people, um loss of sales um stress to make the next chapter that's another thing that i faced um because it's very hard to make a chapter of manga especially when you're doing it yourself um the other pressure that i faced starting off was someone actually tried to take the bold saga trademark so i didn't get to mention this yet but at this present moment another company saw bold saga and what they said was they wanted to take the actual trademark so they filed for the trademark in december only only like four months after making bold saga well august september october November, yeah basically four months later so it's like this is the type of um stress or pushback i would anticipate five six seven eight years it was only four months and not only did they apply for the bold saga trademark the first image they showed along with bold saga was a black monkey with blue glasses
1: so Pause. Pause. i know wait wait <laughs> wait hold up say 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 that again <laughs> wait a
0: minute
1: i said <laughs> <laughs> i just got high i like wait what but go ahead. i
2: know this is all within year one all within year one of release of bold saga so it's like they are applied for the bold saga trademark and not only did they do that but the first image that they showed on their website was a black monkey with blue glasses and they showed it along with This is Bold Saga they're trying to change. From what I'm looking at, and from the image I have in the Notice of Opposition, it shows that they wanted to take Bold Saga and put it along with helping other brands create their story, but the first image is a black monkey with blue glasses. Now, I can't exactly speak on that because this is an ongoing legal matter at the moment, but what I can say is that we need to protect this actual brand because I've talked about all of this.
1: (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Wait, wait, This guy, my. you, you can't be, wow, that's, wow. In, in my link,
2: in my bio, if you want to read the entire notice of opposition, it's all there. <laughs> like, we're actually filing to stop them because, like, you've seen everything that we're talking about, and you see potentially where this can go. So it's like, this is serious. And if you don't know, a notice of opposition can take up to seven years and up to $50,000 in legal fees. So, like... <laughs>
1: This is serious. <laughs> so you telling me, you telling me, they're gonna take your work, What you got? Our your our heritage, and now they trying to make a mockery of it by having this character, a, a blue monkey. Yeah, a black monkey with
2: blue
1: glasses. Let's let's change the subject before I, before I go off on somebody. Okay. Yeah, ah, th-
2: I understand. I definitely understand what? how
1: you feel. You know what? I got time today. But th- that's why. He, no that. Uh, why?
2: If- and here's the funny thing: the same <laughs> company showcased Black Lives Matter. <laughs> that's the funniest thing about life, bruh, <laughs> bruh. This is why I have to laugh, man. I have to laugh at things like this because it's like only yeah. in life can you find these type of tests.
1: That is what that blew my mind. Wow, bruh. What? That's that's crazy. And this is mm-hmm. this is why I always preach, man. Support your local black content creators. Push, you know, support them you know, get their comments. Get they, you know, get whatever they doing because it needs to be seen and before it gets taken, as you heard my brother here, it's get, it get taken and made a mockery of it. So now they're really saying our culture is a mockery by having a black monkey with blue goddamn glasses. <laughs> you know, my favorite color is blue. They could have picked another goddamn color, but shit. Really? Come on, bro. Oh, God, boy. I I want colonizers. That's all I'm going to say. That, that's wild, man well let's keep fighting a good fight brother that's that's crazy that's that's really crazy yeah, yeah. man so let's let's move it along so <laughs> i might I might come back on it later in the show but anyway wait go while i'm if if y'all not pissed off for this brother I'll be pissed off for you that's 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 fucked up that's thats really is that's beyond uh. mm. so man so at this time so are you, well, of course, I know you into anime because you said One Piece, Dragon Ball Z. So what are your top, what are your top three animes of all time? What What is your big three of anime?
2: Oh, wow. Any genre, right?
1: Any genre. Hmm.
2: That's so hard, but it's got to be One Piece, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z.
1: Damn that's that's a that's a really big that's a really good big three right there. That's a really good big three. So I kinda, I want to
2: put bleach in, but how it ended just got me.
1: Okay, help me out. I'm trying to watch bleach. I, it, it is so hard. What is it about bleach that I'm missing that everybody loves? A, 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 am I wrong? Or what, what is it about bleach that people love?
2: It's the art. It's the art and how they show some of the cultures and things like that. Like bleach is like Xbox to me. Where it has like the most like compelling art out of all the big three. But okay. what happens is that it loses people with its narrative and theme. Like it's just an infinite cycle of the same thing happening over and over again. Okay. But it looks beautiful. And I think that's where it is. Like people love the characters and the growth, but like it's just an infinite cycle over and over again. And when you get to the end with the manga, you'll see exactly I won't spoil it for anyone, but like Okay. But there were other internal aspects going on between the creator and the company. So that's another topic as well.
1: Okay. And then how you pair Bleach to Xbox, I was gonna say, oh garbage? I can agree. So I'm sorry to all the Xbox players <laughs> out there. I don't see how y'all do it. I'm a PS4 man myself. <laughs> so sorry. But oh, uh, man. So and out of the th- you know, out of the three, you said uh, one piece Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. So yes. if you can see yourself in any one of those animes, which one will it be, and why?
2: It would be One Piece, but the only caveat is I would draw myself. I would take the pen and just draw myself because I'm not gonna look like no Usopp. I'm sorry, no way, no way. I'd look like Kuzan. that That would be the difference. <laughs> I'd be like Deadpool, like how Deadpool knows what's going on. I'm gonna nah, son. You ain't doing that we don't do that over here Like <laughs> said that here. we don't do that no, over but here yeah. <laughs> but I would be in the One Piece world because it's the most expansive world but like I do analysis on One Piece by watching people like Mr. Morge and the more I watch One Piece the mentality that goes into it it goes from like high school up to PhD level depth and that's the thing that makes me love it because the more you watch the more theories there are the more theories there are, the deeper the story goes, the more mythological connotations, the more cultural connections, the deeper the characterization is. You know? So it's just, I would like to be in a One Piece world. Plus, it's on the open sea and it's hot. You know, they have the different vibes and the different temperatures, but it's, you know, on the sea traveling, all of that.
1: Okay, I feel that. I feel that. Good answer. And my next question's gonna be to you. How did you feel once you find out and once you see that there was a community of African-Americans that are nerves and, you know, the Blurred community. How did how did that make you feel once you saw that?
2: I felt like Okoye when she talked to um, T'Challa and said, we are home. Like, that is what it felt like. Like, literally just flying right into Wakanda. Perfect <laughs> example <laughs> was the Seanbrook Black Comic Book Festival. Like, the Blurred Camino's like... I
0: just felt like I had a
2: just flow right in, man. It was such a cool vibe. I did not know there were so many people out there that were into the same thing I was. I mean, I'm generally not the most expressive person, per se. And I don't always socialize all the time because I do a lot of work. But when I found that there was a community, I was like, wow, this is awesome. People that look like me that are into the same... Like when I saw someone dress up as Flamingo, I was like, <laughs> Woo, that was fire. I was like, yes, dress up like the Akatsuki members, you know, dress up like all these characters. I'm like, yes, it is fire, man. I'm just honored to be a part of this community.
1: Man, bro, we glad to have you a part, man, especially what you doing. And you know what? I came back to it. A monkey with blue glasses, really? <laughs> <laughs> bro, oh, God, people are so damn ignorant. It, uh, Calm down, Mike. Laughing count to 10. You know what, to them people, y'all need this right here. <laughs> y'all so damn ignorant. God boy. So <laughs> now I meant I know that you mentioned it when you was talking about, you know, the killer bee and Mr. Popo of whack excellence. Expect give us what 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 is whack excellence? Give us the definition of that.
2: That is, I'm so glad you asked this. Well, the etymology of whack literally is lacking authenticity Mm -hmm. and excellence is a standard or a caliber of a quality a high quality premier grade so when you say something is whack excellence it is not just coming from the connotation of mocking it it is coming from the connotation of critiquing it critiquing the creator and actually coming with them with the mentality that you can do better see when people have mocked me for saying things are whack excellence have you read bold saga Have you seen what people have said? When people said it's literally a manga self-help book, have you read any of the chapters or anything like that? Have you felt the hope that it gives? You may not, but you can come at me. Meanwhile, I've watched and read all of Naruto. So I know what I'm saying when Killer B is actually whack excellence. He's cool, he's strong, but two things can be true at the same time. A character can be very cool and still be whack excellence. They can still miss the mark of representing african culture perfect example standard in ghost in the shell standalone complex 2045 he's a cool black character got the nice haircut with the little parts in the side of his head the first thing another japanese character says to him is you know what your nickname's gonna be clown and from that point on i stopped watching the show so it's like killer b standard mr popo all these types of things you know they have connotations that go back you can no longer say Japan has no, um, they don't know what they're talking about. They're homogenous because manga takes research. Mm-hmm. When I read manga in theory and practice, it wrote um, Hirohiko Araraki, the creator of Jojo, basically said, when you make manga, you have to do research. When he did the actual manga, he went to Egypt. He talked about it. He went to Greece and the other parts. Real mangaka actually do research and visit places. It's, there's so much that has to go into it. So how can you not know what you're doing? You know, once you create something, you take you know ownership of it and if you make a mistake, people have their ability to critique you if they have read your work. So that's where whack excellence comes from. It's not just coming from mocking someone, because that's easy. If I wanted to mock someone, I would come at you much harder. But when you critique something, <laughs> you critique something so it can be get so it can get better. And right. I know this because I was in graphic design, as well as anyone. You can and perfect example. If a rapper tells another rapper you're whack, doesn't that mean that the person should do better, can do better, has the ability to do better. And because I also do rap as well, or hip hop, I know this as well. So it's like, you can do better. Don't settle for no whack excellence. When have black people ever been whack in any generation, in any timeline, on any world? When? (laughs) Never. So at the end of the day, why is hip hop, which is the most common known or well-known form of music that black people have made within the last hundred years, it's the number one form of music on the planet. You have a black character who's the only rapper in an entire show. And I find it so ironic. How is Killer Be the only rapper? Where are the other rappers? Where's the cypher? Where are hip hop's five elements? MCing, DJing, B-boying, tagging, knowledge of self. Where is that? Mm. Where is that? So it's like, and then another thing, if Killer B is going to check Naruto for not rapping properly, then why shouldn't people be able to check Killer B for not rapping properly? I mean, like, where are we going with this? Well, you're right. not above reproach.
1: Okay. I'll, hey, I'm glad you, you broke that down so people got a better understanding now, What you mean of whack excellence. I can understand. So if you say, if you're going to do, if you're going to have an African-American or person of color in your anime, give it the real the real flavor, the real authenticity of that particular race, basically.
2: Exactly, because when you look at Japanese, when they make their stories, perfect example, Jiraiya doing the whole poses, that's from Kabuki Theater. Mm. Orochi from Orochimaru, as well as Orochi, in other mangas and animes as well, even One Piece. That's based on the actual Japanese mythology. When you talk about Susanoo, Orochi, um, the Yatamiro, um, Sukuyomi, all these types of things, Amateras, those are from actual Japanese mythology. When you look at rock, when you look at um, Keraunos, all these characters and things are from, even Zeus and other characters, when they're in manga, they're coming from mythology. They're coming mm-hmm. from a place because when you create a story, manga is today what mythologies were back then, like the Shahnane, the Epic of Kings, all these types of things. They're just stories from the past, and manga is just modern-day mythology. It's the same reason why when you get into Marvel, you see Gilgamesh in The Eternals. That's based on actual mythology. Me and my sister were just talking about that. Gilgamesh and Enkidu earlier today, well, she was telling me, these characters are new to me. But it's all about continuing a thread from the past and just giving it new life
1: okay awesome man awesome D. because i said man don't say nothing about eternals i haven't gone see yet i'm on the way to see it so don't tell me <laughs> i haven't
2: watched it either i said don't <laughs> tell me no spoil.
1: spoilers I was like oh well thank you great now i can't watch it no more but i appreciate it <laughs> oh that's man. all i know from the
2: trailer son <laughs> <laughs> all that was from
0: the
1: trailer <laughs> hey, I agree. Hey, you know you remember the time where marvel was coming out with movies and the trailer will actually show everything that is going to go on in the movie and then, but now, since Marvel is going to the next phase, they kind of stopped everything. So they kind of give now the more, you know, the more intense, like, okay, I got to go see what's going to happen next. I definitely got to go see because at the beginning, it's like, bro, I know what's going to happen because the trailer told everything that I need to see about Avengers Endgame. It's like, what happened to the, like, trailer's supposed to be a teaser. You're supposed to, like, show maybe maybe a good five to ten seconds of the movie. That's it. Don't show, like, a minute to two minutes of what's going on. I was like, what's the point of you watching the movie?
2: I think what happened is it's a combination because I remember when I was doing research on making trailers. A perfect example is when you look at the Bolt Saga trailer. Okay. I modeled after cinematic trailers like Marvel, DC, all that type of stuff. So what happened is trailer... Um, the trailer industry became like a multi-million dollar industry in and of itself. Mm -hmm. All these people started to make all these amazing trailers. So it got to the point that so much was happening, so much money was going into it that some people put the money before the craft. And then that's how I believe you end up with trailers that are too much exposition, too much story. So it's gone in reverse now where trailers have bumpers, like basically the first five to eight seconds is a trailer within the actual trailer. To catch people's attention because now there's cell phones, smartphones, so many things dividing attention. Like Brendan Kane said, it we're in a three second world now.
1: Mm, that that is so.
2: True. Mm, you have to be able to catch people's attention, but not give them too much that they don't care anymore. It's got to be a balance between it.
1: Okay, okay, man, this is awesome. So, my so how do you feel about the world of cosplay? Hmm.
2: I love it and I respect it because if you can go up outside and celebrate your favorite character, then do it. More power to you. And I also feel if you do it, you shouldn't have people that mock you for wearing or showing out as yourself. Like, you don't have to just fit into a narrative to celebrate a character. Like, if I'm going to cosplay Luffy or basically Ichigo, for example, I'm not going to change the color of my hair. Or Naruto, I'm not going to change the color of my hair. Because I'm not going to fit into that narrative. I'll wear the clothing, you mm-hmm. know, but that's as far as it will go. So I feel that you need to be able to express the characters and celebrate the characters that you enjoy without the, the idiocy or like the limited mind that people have to say you can't do this or you can't do that. You know, manga or anime is a perfect world. Why are the black people in it? It defeats the purpose. <laughs> exactly. You know, I remember when Afro Coco posters um had the thing of Hinata isn't black. So it's like. Why because these people aren't white either, let's be honest, anime is supposed to be yeah. Japanese people, but they look white, but they're really Japanese people, so where are we going with this?
1: It's just basically because like I think she made a like she actually made a statement because like you know we get so much like okay, we know that Goku is not black, we know you know ititichi is not black, we know all The you know hero academia we know they are not our color but we can relate and we like these characters and we want to portray them in the best way we can because i feel like sometimes i'm like goku if i want to because i like to eat and sometimes i'm silly and don't know what i'm talking about most of the time like goku and i ain't got no kids so that's another thing but still (laughs) i want to dress up as goku so i know goku first of all let's talk about this goku is not human He's a fictional character for one. He's a fictional character that's from another planet. He's a fictional character from another planet that got sent to the planet Earth. And you telling me I can't be Goku. And and we actually get on here on the social web and have this debate. You wake up faithfully every morning. Get your fingers ready. You do your finger stretches and actually type this to send to me. And by, you know, by what Afro Cocoa Puff did, she just like, you know what, since y'all want to, since y'all want to say we not black, you know, I'm going to take your stupidity and make it to a, making to a game, make to a song and make y'all feel even more stupid. And now look at the song now. Everybody is playing it on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. So like I always say, you play stupid games, you can win a dumb ass prize every time. And- exactly and she made a diss track about me too so that's another topic for myself. So, i don't know why i ain't do nothing but anyway so man but you know at this time bro we we at the hour mark man so tell me how did you feel about this interview
2: i loved it and i enjoyed it There was one last thing i wanted to let people know before we go into the next phase because i've watched your um shows before they're really fun man um we need to see more people in this space and i love being here but the next phase of what i'm planning to do with great gail is actually teach people how to make manga Because it's a multi-billion dollar industry and because i draw write illustrate self-published market and i do the actual branding of the clothing as well that's five that's the five different components you need
0: to mm. really
2: have your own manga and brand so we're going to be starting courses teaching people how to make their own manga how to actually get the actual characters the story all that stuff make it yourself. You don't have to wait on Kishimoto or Oda or anyone else. You can use the creativity God's given you and make your own story. And we want to be able to help you do that.
1: And there it is, man. And like, before we end, I was going to let you go ahead and put yourself what you got working on and let people know where they can find you. At. But, you know, you go ahead and spread the love already. And that's what I love, man. So, <laughs> so but, but before we end, I got to ask you one more question. Are you ready for the question? Yes. So, Mr. Great, Would you like to play a game? Yes. Oh, man, this is awesome. (laughs) I've been waiting to do this one. All right. So, what we going to do, I play these games with all the people that I interview. I'm going to break down the five games, and I'm going to let you pick which one you want to play. Fair enough? Fair. All right, so... Game number one is called hashtags. So basically, I will show you a card. And on this card, it has letters. And each letter represents a catchphrase, a song, a movie, or an everyday common analogy that we say as African-Americans. It is up to you to guess that card. That is hashtags. Game number two. It's called questions. I will ask you four simple questions. And in this game, you have two lifelines. In order to you, in order for you to activate those lifelines, you have to say, Nani, Nani, to activate your lifeline. Now, once you say Nani, me or the seven people who's watching right now can be your lifeline. So, that's, that's the game, questions. Four questions, two lifelines. Game number three. It's called, it's the same concept as Question, but it's called Riddle Me This. Four riddles, two questions. I mean, four riddles, two lifelines. Well, I say questions, but yeah, that that is Riddle Me This. Game number four is called Name That Tune. I can play any theme song from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the Black Panther theme song. It's up to you to guess the name of that song. Now, in that, you will have five categories. Once we get to category number three, that's when things becomes a little bit difficult. But in this, you have three lifelines, and I can play the song for you as many times as you like. That is, name that tune. And game number five is finish the tune, where I can find any theme song that has lyrics in it, and it's up to you to finish that lyric. So, Mr. Great, what game would you like to play?
2: Man, I love all of them, but I, I would
1: go with The Mess Hike. Number five. I love five. It's
2: one of my favorite numbers.
1: So number five? Yeah. So you're going to go with Finish the Tune?
2: Yes.
1: All right. Ooh, boy, I ain't had nobody to pick that one in a while. Okay. So in Finish the Tune, I'm going to pick three. Three songs for you. I'm going to play the song up to a certain point. And you have to finish the next lyrics in that song. Are 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 you ready? Yes. All right. Let me go ahead get the good game set up. Y'all stay tuned, and we'll be back. are back and my man right here mr great is playing nate um finish the tune so are you ready for your first one yes all right here we go and people in the comments you cannot help him and if you was to type the answer before he answered he will get this sound (laughs) Lose, lose, and y'all don't want that for my man. He doing great things out here, so don't do him like that. So we can go ahead and get him the first one, and we finna take it away. All right, here we go. Are you ready for the first one? Yes. All right. I'm gonna play the song. I'm gonna stop it at any time. It's up to you to finish the rest. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Oh, no wonder, this, this, hold on people, Devil, technical difficulty. This, this is, this is what happens, okay. Connect to Bluetooth, and there we go. Pokemon,
2: gotta catch up, my heart so true. Our courage will pull
1: us through Pokemon. Oh, you're my best friend. That one? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. He, he got it. Alright. Alright. <laughs> I was like, oh. He shot me. I was like, there it is. Okay. He got that one. He got that one. Alright. Are you ready for the next one? <clears throat> yes. Alright. Hmm. Let's go with this one.
2: Hey, but calm down. <laughs> it's a game going on now.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be a part of it. All right, here we go. Are you ready for it? This is the next one. This is yes. the next. Finish the tune. Um, yeah, finish the tune. Here we go. Yes. And three, two, one. Finish this tune. <laughs> so, you so you, you want to use a lifeline for this one? Yeah, okay. So, people in the comments, he needed a lifeline. I just played this song. I need somebody to finish this tune. I'm gonna play it again. I need somebody, to, I need somebody to finish it. Here we go. <laughs> Can somebody in the comments finish that tune? Anybody? Somebody help my man out. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody know. I know it. I know out of six people, somebody know this. I know somebody know this. Do
0: you
2: know the tune, Oliver? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anybody in the com? Anybody in the comments? Do y'all know? Can y'all finish that tune? Do I need to? I'll play it. I'll play it again for you. I'll play it again. Here we go. Okay, I, I cheated. I gave somebody a hint. That's the first clue.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the beginning part.
0: <laughs>
2: well,
1: we're in the same place. <laughs> Thank you, though, <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> No clue. You, yeah, well, yeah. What? Well, no, duh, it, uh, we know it's you, You Haka Show. But what is the lyrics in this song? <laughs> She out here said, I don't know the beginning part, but I know it's you you Hawkins' show. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. My my person sitting bar. No. <laughs> Bart, Bart said, no clue. <laughs> oh my All right, gosh. I'm gonna I'm play it one more time. Come on, somebody gotta know this. Come on, come on, come on, come on. But yet let's let, let's, let's switch it up. Let's let's go like in, in the song. Okay, here we go. I, I need I need to feel something Okay you, you, you got You got part of it I need to feel Some love Mm-mm. I need to feel rhythm? of. rhythm I need to feel I gotta know <laughs> Come on come on come on <laughs> Nobody knows the lyrics to this You know what this is on me. I'm gonna go ahead and let, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna let you gonna let you hear. It. This is on me. Here we go. Uh, I need to feel the uh, touch of a, and of
2: a friend. Yeah, this is my fault. I never watched you. You
1: hawking show. Oh. why. <laughs> That's you, why I watch ne- Pokemon. Right? You never saw Yu Yu Show? Only the
2: trailers on Toonami, bro. Nights at night, like that's the only time I saw Yu Yu Show, The commercials.
1: Okay, all right, y'all. We gonna have to. We gonna <laughs> have to give. We're gonna have to give him one of these right here. We to... Gonna... <laughs> so don't worry, but so so since you got you know we got one right, we got one wrong. Mm-hmm. You know this will be the last one, but I'm gonna give you a bonus. So this is gonna be the last one. I need to feel the touch of the wind. Where are you going? Oh, no. So, oh, you know that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's do this one. All right. Are you ready for the last one? Yes. All right. Here we go. We got one right, one wrong. Gonna do this. We're gonna do it like this one. Alright, in 3, 2, 1, finish this tune. All you gotta
0: do is drop that last. Mr. Lambser, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your other drug is done. Yeah.
2: You ain't never had a friend like me. You ain't never had a friend like me. All
1: right. Okay. Let's, now let's let's do the bonus. Let's go on now. If you get this bonus one right, you're going to clear the boy. You're going to clear. Are you, are you ready to clear the boy? Yes. All right. Here we go. All right, here we go. This is going to clear the board right here. Y'all wish them luck on this one. I, 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 had, I had to dig deep for this one. I had to dig deep. <laughs> All right, here we go. In three, two, one, finish this tune. They'll watch be A good
2: It means no worries For the rest of your days It's our problem-free Philosophy Akuna Matata,
1: Matata. <laughs> okay, I know it's the song <laughs> <laughs> He got it, y'all Hey, give this man his flowers Go ahead, clap it up for him Drop them clap emojis for him He got it Oh man, you yeah. know what's a funny thing? What's up?
2: I actually have a song coming off for Bold Saga called Hakuna Mipaka. That's actually one of the one of the first songs that I'm making. Oh wow. So that's gonna be dropping. I wanted to do it this month, but I think probably end of this month to next month.
1: That's... So that's
2: gonna be coming soon. So it's interesting that you play Hakuna Matata and like that's coming soon.
1: Oh man, that's what's up, bro. That's what's hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get with this brother. Man, Mr. Great Thank you for coming on at this time. I'm going to go ahead and let you pull yourself, let people know where they can find you at, what you got working up, what you got cooking up. How can they reach out to you to get some help? And the floor is yours, good sir. Go ahead, take it away.
2: Awesome. Thank you again, King. And thank you again, Kings and Kings, for watching this show. If you want to find out more about Great Gale or want to stay in touch, you can follow us at Great Gale Co. on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Clubhouse, fan based and we folk, a black owned social media app again g-r-e-a-t-g-a-l-e-c-o and we also have videos on youtube teaching you know how to make a manga five tips for beginners you know the benefits of manga how to get into graphic design because we want to help you turn your idea into execution so not just making a manga or merch but how to actually make your own empire creatively that's what we have manga courses coming out soon so join our mailing list hit the link in the bio on instagram and you can get a free preview of afrofuturism manga bold saga as well courses start soon and when you join today with the beta access you'll be able to get half off the entire course so this is literally thousands and thousands of dollars worth of information but you're getting it at half off. so join today because seats are filling up you don't want to miss out on this this is a game changer
1: Hey, y'all heard him? He put it out there, man. He put it out there. Also, let people know so they can find like issues of your comic as well.
2: Ah, yes, yes. So, Bold Saga Chapter One and Chapter Two, you can find it on payhip.com. P a y h i p dot com forward slash Great Gale. G r e a t G a l e. We have the high quality eBooks of Chapter One and Chapter mm. Two. You can get signed editions of old saga chapter one and chapter two we have the defiant bundle we've got amazing bundles as well on top of that if you want this amazing merch amazing literally rise up literally when you want a back that says rise up that actually has the yeah they prefer the rising sun hey. we actually have all of this merch on etsy so you can get amazing books amazing quality even like bags as well so we've got amazing amazing great quality content amazing merch that empowers your young kings and queens you can find it on etsy.com forward slash great gail flow and the link in the bio for instagram has all of these as well
1: and there it is he made it clear y'all go follow him support him show him love bruh. king thank you for coming on i appreciate it it was a lot of stuff that was learned and i hope everything goes well so you keep grinding keep doing what you're doing keep putting on for the culture We're glad to have you in this awesome community. So before we end, is there anything you want to say to the people before we go?
2: Yes. One, two last things really quickly. There is the how to save a life pop-up shop that's happening tomorrow. And basically what is going to be training um, Young Kings and Queens actually can show you how to use Naxalone, which is basically an anti-opioid drug that can help someone if they're having any type of overdose so that's going to be happening tomorrow. So if you're in the Newburgh area in New York, if you are at 1429 Route 300, Newburgh, New York, 12560, we're going to be there. There's going to be training from 10 30 all the way until 8 30. So this is life, sa- life changing, life saving training that can help you or your family or anyone you know that may have an op- opioid struggle. It's being held by JS Self Care. We're going to be there as well for vendors. There's going to be amazing vendors like Flea 100. All of these different people. Atlanta's Kitchenology. So literally, save a life pop-up shop. It's time to learn to save a life. On top of that, the last thing I would let everyone know that's watching is keep winning, kings and queens. Because no matter what life tells you, keep winning.
1: And there it is, man. There it is, bro. Thank you for coming on. And thank you to the awesome viewers that was coming in and watching this awesome interview you could have been anywhere else in the world but you was here with us and we appreciate that and I always say like I always say always support your local black content creators support this brother more representation we need brothers like him to get out there so reach out to him, connect learn network this is what it's all about so at this time, uh, baby boys, baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred Over brought to you another awesome interview. Thank you for tuning in. And at this time, WTW, what's the word? Say it with me. U-N-I-T-Y. What does that spell? Unity. This is how me, Mr. Great, and y'all going to make it to life together. Y'all take care. Be blessed. And I'll see you next time on the Blurred Over Interview. Be blessed. And we out.